Hello. Hey. <laughs> hey. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Kristen. I think you're the only one over there that I can see anyway. Welcome, lurkers. <laughs> we love you, too. <laughs> so it's so good to have you here. Like, we've been talking almost nonstop for what? I know. A like couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been like forever. <laughs> <laughs> But it's awesome to have you on. I appreciate you coming on to tell your story. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. So um, I guess I'll go ahead and just start out so that you can get to your story. I'll bring up our prayer list. Okay. It'll cover us up, but everybody will still be able to hear us. Right, right. Okay. Benson, Honey and her family, Stephanie R., Andy, Colette, Ellen K. Chats, Brainstorm, AV, Jody, Lance, Jen, and family, Prayer Warriors 365, Band of Outlaws, Kathy and her family, Sandy, Mandy, oh, Manny, uh, Callie Pop. This is not my new list. I forgot to upload it. So, oh, no. Callie, Callie don't need to have, Callie don't have to be on there. I'll tell you in a minute. Marty, Mama Talk. 78, April Frady's family, Zivas, 2A Patriot Mama, Malin Girls, Joanne, Cindy, Alyssa and her family, Briella, Miss Karen, Colleen. Um, Colleen has a collapsed spine, so she definitely needs our prayers. Krista, Mimi, those are my girls. Leah, Ghost and Gary, Steve and Sarah, Sam, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> Owen, Declan, Dylan, Katie, Andrew and the girls, Alicia's, uh, Andrew, AJ's dad and grandma, Todd, Amanda, Allison, Gail, CJ, Jen, Brooke, Gregory, Tim, and Kristen's sister. So that's our prayer list. And the, we have a, yeah, the Lone Ranger. <laughs> uh, um, so Callie gets to, or her name's Chelsea. Chelsea gets to be taken off the prayer list because she, her prayer was to get into a house and they're moving in this weekend. Awesome. And I'm so That's happy awesome. for her. Yeah. That's awesome. It's yeah. It's God is so good. He is. He's very good. And so I'll pop up our scripture right before i pray okay Yay. i can do all things through christ who strengthens me philippians 4 13 which is one of my favorites and it is sam's favorite it's verse. my favorite verse it is <laughs> it got me through a lot kristen thank you for being here <laughs> even though you're all by your lonesome oh more people um, come in yeah um honeybee is here and fryer is here they're in hello YouTube. I had my other stuff up covering the chat, so I couldn't see you. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say, I'm, I'm so hyper. <laughs> it's okay, girl. So I'm going to say a prayer. Father, we just thank you for this day and all that you do for us. Just pray a hedge of protection around each and every person that watches this. I pray a hedge of protection around Sam and myself. I pray for each and every prayer request on our list that you meet each and every need whether it be physical emotional or financial 
Father, we just thank you for, for being there for us, for answering our prayers. I pray that you just be here and speak through us, that the Holy Spirit fill this place. We thank you. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So this is my friend, Sam. Hey, um, everybody. I met her through Prayer Warriors 365. Yes. And honey, I had written out a new um, prayer list and you were on my prayer list, but I forgot to upload it. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see all the, all the <laughs> comments, <laughs> but <laughs> it's okay. I'll read them later. Yeah. Friar says hi. Hello. <laughs> dude, because I say dude a lot, so just get used to it. <laughs> um, Sam has an amazing testimony. Just, and she has such amazing joy that, well, you'll see. You'll just see. It's just shines <laughs> It just exudes out of her. I can't help it. It just comes out. And that makes me hyper and excited too. So. That's right. That's right. Uh, Kristen said hi to you too. Hey, Kristen. Hey, Jeff is here. Hey. hey, Jeff. What's going on? Nice to see you. So we're doing <laughs> on a Tuesday night. You can watch. <laughs> <laughs> but. So how do you want to, I always say that and I shouldn't say that. What's that? You can go ahead. Would you like to introduce yourself or? I sure can. Uh, my name is Samantha Eisen. Um, that's my married name. Last name is Eisen. My husband passed away about 10 months ago and my main name is Haslip. So yeah, <laughs> I'm 40 years old. Yep. That's how you find her on TikTok. That's right. Go watch my videos. It's also, I also linked it in the uh, description box. So cool. Yeah. I like to do inspirational videos and be a little goofy sometimes, but that's okay. <laughs> Radical. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. I'm never normal. Never. <laughs> and my life is never normal. It's always just up in the air. I let God lead me. He's like, Sam, you're going this place today. Okay, that's where we're going. All right. <laughs> right. I love that about you, too. I love that you Dude, just... and God, yeah. I mean, I, I'll sometimes I'll just drive, and he'll be like, Sam, turn right. Okay, I'm turning right. <laughs> <laughs> I just go where he tells me. Jen's here. <laughs> hey, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> so... What part, how do you want to start out your testimony? I mean, you've done it so much that I have, um, I've done my testimony so many times. Um, I think I'm going to start off with a little bit from my childhood and then go up to what has lead me to what's happened to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I, at 10 years old, well, I had a normal childhood until I turned 10. My dad molested me. And then at 12 years old, my dad played with himself when I walked in on him. And so throughout from 12 to 14, I just didn't stay at home. I would go out. You know, we lived in Michigan, so I would go find pop cans and, and cash them in and just eat my feelings away. 
you know, I did that for a long time. And then, and then when I turned 14, my mom, or my, my mom and my dad had separated. And so he was stalking us. Like he would follow us to school or to the grocery store. My mom had a um, restraining order against her, but not me or my brother or sister. And so what? it was just crazy. Yeah. My dad would stalk us like crazy. And then he would watch us like, um, at two o'clock in the morning until two o'clock in the morning across the street. And the cops, they couldn't do anything because he was across the street. So then at two o'clock in the morning, he would go home. So one night my mom woke us up at two after he left and said, we're moving to Alabama. And I was like, what? No, we're not. And she's like, yes, we are. So we moved to Alabama, but right before we moved to Alabama, I went to a concert called Newsboys, which, well, not called Newsboys, but the Newsboys, um, you know, Christian band. And I loved them. And I became saved at that concert. And then, you know, we moved to Alabama and I'm just like, what? I, I wanted to be up in Michigan with my friends and my family up there, but we had family down here. So for a couple of years, I, I got on fire for God as a teenager, found a really great church and it was, it was just awesome. But then when I got into an adulthood, cause I was st still kind of mad at my mom for moving yeah. us down here, but but I got over it eventually. And when I became an adult, I, I was still leaning on God, but not as much as I was as a, as a teenager. So age 22 came and I just full force went to of the world and I didn't lean on God anymore. And for from age 22 to age 25, I was in the bar every night drinking, being with other different men, just doing whatever I wanted, you know. And one night we, we went out to a bar and we were bar hopping with some of my bar friends and I didn't like the bar that I was, I was at. So I was like, I, I, I'd like to leave. And so I went outside to wait for them. They didn't come out right away. People inside were doing drugs. People outside were doing drugs. So I decided to walk. I decided I was just going to walk down the street. Well, this is like two o'clock in the morning. And you shouldn't be walking anywhere at two o'clock in the morning by yourself. But I did anyways. And I'm going down the street and I get to the courthouse downtown and I'm like, God, okay. Well, actually, I don't think I said God, but maybe I did. But anyways, something told me not to go straight, but I did. I should have went right. Well, I went straight and someone came up behind me and knocked me out. The next thing I know, I am waking up and I'm in pain. And I'm like, what's going on? But I can't really see anybody. But I could feel people like I felt someone sitting on my right hip and I could feel someone doing something to me. Well, they said, you're getting what you deserve. And they knocked me back out. Well, the next time I wake up, I'm in front of a Catholic church, um, pretty much face down and I can't move. They broke my right hip. Mm. Well, come to find out later, a little bit later, you know, I was brutally raped. They used a wooden object on me. And so someone calls. Well, God sent the rain to wake me up that morning and, or I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here cause I would have bled out. And so the cop comes up to me and says, where's your other shoe? And I'm like, ah, dude, I'm hurting. Can you help me? And I start cussing. I'm, I'm just cussing a storm. Well, we get to the hospital, finally get to the hospital. I think I blacked out between there and the hospital for a little bit. And my pastor was there from high school. A lady from my church was there from high school. Um, then my bar friends were finally there. They're like, where have you been, Sam? And I'm like, oh, I've been here. What are you talking about, you know? <laughs> and <clears throat> so um, they finally sent me to Birmingham. And there was five different surgeons working on me that night. And they called my mom. I think the lady from the church called my mom and told her 
she better get down here because I wasn't going to make it. Um, I guess they found out from the surgeons in Birmingham that I wasn't going to make it through surgery, that, that she better come on. Well, it took her about 17 hours to, because she was living in Wisconsin at the time. Um, she was living down here, but she moved to Wisconsin with her husband. And so when she gets down here, she um, wants to see me, but visitation was gone. I'd already gone through surgery and I'm in CCU, and but you can only see someone in CCU for like 15 minutes every four hours. And they, she had just missed it and they would not let her go in. So she had to wait four hours. My mom did. And so she's like freaking out. She's like, what's going on? I mean, they gave her updates about what's going on, but they wouldn't let her see me. And then when my my mom finally did see me, um, they um, uh, I had a tube down my throat, so I couldn't talk. So I went like this to my mom, and she got me a piece of paper and a piece of pen, and, and I wrote it down. I said, I, when they get this out of my throat, I'll tell you what happened. And I did. I, I told my mom what happened. I was brutally raped. I, re I don't remember it in my mind, but I remember being hurt, and somebody did something that, down there because it was hurting me. <clears throat> so but we went... Um, I went from CCU to regular ICU and then ICU to rehab. So I was, I was in Birmingham for about two months. And then my mom was like, she talked to family down here and we, we went and came staying with my family after a while. Um, so I'm there with my family and they can't handle me because at that, at that moment right now, I'm 25 years old and I, I'm just so angry but i'm not angry at god i'm angry at those men that did this to me because i they you know they broke my hip so i've got a metal plate on my right hip and so i had to be in a wheelchair for four months and i, I got addicted to pain medicine lower tabs morphine release tabs and i needed to, to go to a counselor or i needed to you know see somebody or maybe go to church but my mom could never get anybody to help me now they did a story on on TV. Um, the investigator came, and then there was a WTVY or somebody had come by and interviewed me and asked me, you know, what would I say to the people that did this to me? And I said, well, you know, why would you do this to me? But I never blamed God. <clears throat> well, shortly after, my mom and my other family members they didn't want me there anymore so my mom took me back to the hospital to see if they would take me back to birmingham well they said oh no she's doing great she's healing great she'll be out of this wheelchair in about uh, maybe two months uh, she'll be able to walk again and and it didn't turn out the way they wanted it so when we got back home i i, I smoked but they took my cigarettes away and so i stole a cigarette from my mom and then she let me have a cigarette while on the way back to my family's house and when we got there i just went straight, straight to my room well, she's talking to my other family member. Well, not really my family member, but I don't want to. Well, I guess I guess they're not watching. Um, my sister-in-law. Um, so, and they were talking, and they were talking bad about me. So, you know what? I just lit up that cigarette in that room. I didn't care. I just didn't care anymore. And she storms in. The sister-in-law storms in and says, "You know what, Sam? You're gonna out of here. You're gonna pack your sh your your crap, and you're out tomorrow." Well, my friend Gilbert was going to come um, see me the next day and take me to lunch. And so he, he comes and gets me, but here I am in my wheelchair out in the yard with all my stuff. And he goes, Sam, what's going on? I said, oh, my family just kicked me out. He goes, are you serious? I was like, no, yeah, I'm serious. They just kicked me out. I'm, I, I'm homeless now. I have nowhere to go. Well, he puts me in a hotel room for a night, and then he... Um, we try to find somewhere to go because he would take me home to his house, but he had steps and 
he didn't have a ramp, so it would be just too much. So I said, don't worry about it. We'll find somewhere. Well, we finally found the homeless shelter here in Dothan that would take me in. So I lived in a homeless shelter for nine weeks after I got uh, from my family's house. And, and then I had to, I finally got my check, disability check, because my mom had got me on disability while I was in the hospital. <clears throat> and so, but then I had to go back to Birmingham, had another surgery. I probably had close to 20 surgeries that year because when they brutally raped me, they used, when they used that wooden object, they put 20 holes in my bladder and mm -hmm. I don't have a urethra anymore. So I have a super pubic catheter. Well, I'm, I, I, the pubic catheter was still working and I had a leg bag, but I also was peeing out down there. And so I had to wear a diaper at the same time. So they had, I had to go back up there and fix the holes. And well, they also punctured my uterus. So then I had, they fixed the hole in my uterus, but they couldn't fix all the holes in my bladder because it was too wet. And then, and every time they tried to fix it, it would, you know, it would just, it wouldn't work. So eventually they figured out how to fix it. And 20 surgeries later that, that year, I'm, I, cause I'm probably up there maybe once a month getting a surgery to fix the bladder, you know? And so <clears throat> I keep having surgeries after surgeries and, I was 25 now, then I'm 40 now. I've had over 50 surgeries. I've had a hysterectomy. They did a pelvic mesh. Then I had a reversal. They, they took out the pelvic mesh. I've had cysts on my ovary that was a size of a grapefruit. Then it turned into a size of a volleyball. And they, and they thought it was going to pop, and it didn't. Because every surgery that I go through, I was never scared. Because I know God was with me. Because he saved me that morning. He said, Sam, you know, I don't tell everybody what happened, but I, I coded in, in Birmingham and I, I saw God and God said, Sam, I have plans for you. You have to go back down. So I, I know every surgery and everything that I went through, God has been with me. And even now, even though my husband passed away 10 months ago, he has been with me the last seven months, about six or seven months, I have been on fire for God because I started going to grief share after my husband passed away, maybe three or four mm -hmm. weeks after he passed away because I was lost. I said, God, what am I supposed to do now? Cause I took care of him. He was an alcoholic. He was a disabled veteran 100%. And, and I was always there for him. And, and I just wanted to, I didn't, I didn't know my purpose anymore because it took me until almost 37 years old to get married because I believe when you get married, it's sacred. And so I asked him to marry me. And so, yeah, I'm just like, I, I was just, so excited to find my soulmate and then now my soulmate has been taken away, but I don't blame God. I knew it was his time to go. So then, um, I go into grief share and I'm very sad and I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm asking God for help. And, and a bunch of these ladies and other people there were just encouraging me. They're like, it's, it's going to be okay. Well, I, I actually am doing really good in grief share and I'm actually encouraging other people that their husbands or wives have passed away 10 years ago or two years ago or whenever, you know, and, and they're like, they saw a difference from when I first got there when I, and when I left. And I have friends like that now, they've seen a difference in me since my husband passed and before my husband passed. Um, they're like, Sam, you're in revival. Like my friend Pam, I don't know if she's watching right now. She's in my aquatics class. She, um, she's like, Sam, you, 
the revival starts with you, then your church, then your city, then the world. And I have been in revival for about six or seven months right now. And I cannot stop talking about what God has done for me because every time I go through something, God is there for me. He is just loving on me. He's telling me to love on others. And that's what I'm doing. I'm going out on the streets. I'm, I'm going to different churches. I'm God is telling me to be a, uh, an evangelist now. So I'm doing an online course with Billy Graham. I'm so excited about that. And dude, like I went to my church um, that I went to high school and, and met with one of the ladies. And I told her I wanted to tell my testimony at that church. And she's, she's like, I got something better for you. And I, I was like, what's that? She's like, I want you to be the speaker of a women's conference in September. So dude, I have my first evangelistic job now. And I am so excited. I just cannot wait because I'll be, it'll be right at the point where I'm done with the schooling. And so when, when I get there and I tell my testimony and I can say all these verses, you know, in my first, my favorite verse, this what's what that, what the verse that got me through all this is Philippians 4, 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Cause every time I was like, God, okay, what am I going to do now? I have another surgery. Okay, God, what am I going to do now? And he would always say, say your favorite verse. And that's what I did. And I got through it. And I met so many great people at different homeless shelters because I was in four different homeless shelters after this happened. Two down here at the same shelter and two up there in Birmingham. And all the ladies would love on me. I told my testimonies and my testimony after testimony. And I even do that now. Like I went to Nashville recently, told my testimony 17 times in one day. Who does that? Me. That's what it does. And then I went to, I went to um, Beaumont, Texas to see King and Country. And I told my testimony 20 times in three days. And the dress that I had on, and I know I'm talking really fast and you're probably thinking, oh You're fine. No, I, I got you. No, I got you. <laughs> but I wear this dress and it's a neon dress. I didn't know it glow in the dark. Well, they put the black lights on at King and Country and I'm glowing. And the couple next to me, I told them my testimony because, you know, I'm going to tell my testimony wherever I go. And I told them, they're like, Sam, you're like a light in the darkness. You're the only person that's glowing right now. And I was. Everybody was looking at me. They're like, oh, my gosh, she's glowing. But I feel like I'm glowing every day just with my smile and how I talk about God and my energy. And it's just it's just amazing. God is amazing in my life. And I just can't mm. wait to see what he's got going, he's, what he's got for me. Because every morning yeah. I ask God, I said, God, you know, who can you, who can you send so I can bless today? Who can I tell my testimony to? And sometimes he sends one person. Sometimes he sends two. Sometimes I, I go in front of a group and tell people, it doesn't matter. God sends them to me because I don't have to go look for them because they're in my path wherever I go that day someone's there to tell my testimony to and I bless them and they bless me because some of them will tell their testimony back. And I'm just like, Oh, that's amazing. God, just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You're just, you're just a light. Like, um, it's, I know, I know that God has got you through this <laughs> and, and that God has, has brought you this joy. Yes. Like, he has the joy truly. of the Lord is truly your strength. Like yes. that verse. Yes. And I see it all over you. And like the first time I saw your video, <laughs> I was like, she's my girl. Like I, <laughs> I, I just got you. Cause like I told, I've told, and I, I'm now I'm going to say like a 50,000 times, but right, right. my brother and I did the dude thing, you know, yeah. like when we were little, see, like that, that's from school too. Right. But, 
when you you said dude, I was like, oh my goodness. It's like, dude, because dude, I didn't know I was a hippie until some people have told me, they're like, Sam, are you a hippie? You like bohemian style? I was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, yeah, you're totally right. I am a Christian hippie. I can't help it. Yeah. Wasn't, did, was it Jen or Lance that said you're, you're like Lonnie on uh, Jesus um, Revolution? Jen, Jen, Jen. Yeah. yeah. And then, I've actually had other people say I'm like Lonnie on you have. that movie, Jesus Revolution. And I guess it's the my joy in the with God, you know, because people ask me all the time, I love your smile. It's so radiant. And, and I tell them this smile is from God. It's not from me. It's God's smile. And yeah, because obvious. I am every day, I'm thankful to be here. I, I, I thank God every morning because I should have died at 25. Right. I really should have. I mean, I should have bled out all the surgeries that I, they had to reconstruct me. They had to, I mean, it was just, it was a mess. And, you know, and it was a cover up. And they, the, the men never got covered. They never got caught. It was a cover up. The, um, the police report's gone. All my clothes are gone. Even the cop told the ambulance when we went to Birmingham. It was a hit and run, hit and run car accident, dude. A hit and run car accident would do all, this on me, especially to oh, my flat. No, no, no way. There's no way. It wouldn't have made all these holes. It would have flattened it maybe if if a car had hit me. I maybe I wouldn't have the rest of my bottom, but I mean, it wouldn't have done that. So yeah, yeah. But I never pursued it. I tried to pursue it just to get a lawyer, and you know. But God was saying it's okay. I'll take care of them. I'll take care That's of them. So I just I do. That's what Jin just said. Yes, he will. He will take care of them. And, and you know, and I pray this. And this is what I pray for them now. I pray that they will seek the Lord and ask for forgiveness. And maybe I'll see them in heaven, which I won't know who they are. But, you know, I don't want them to go to hell. It doesn't matter what anybody has done on earth. No sin is greater than, than another. You know, for all sin I have is sin. sin. That's right. That's what I always say. The glory of God, you know. You know, for the wages of sin is death. Come on now. Right. And so I just, I'm using verses now when I talk to people. And sometimes I use verses when I'm praying because I feel like I get closer to God if I put his word into my prayers. And I just, I want to spread his joy so much. I want to let people know that he is there for them as long as they trust in him. Trust in the Lord completely, because that's what I do with my life. God, I ask, I pray for discernment on everything I do now. I even pray for discernment to, to join Prayer Warriors 365, because I was like, I don't know, Jen. I was like, I don't know, Jen. Let me pray about that, because I, I've been getting a lot of people scamming, trying to scam me on TikTok, and I was just like, oh, I don't know. And then I prayed about it, and, and I, I'm so glad I did, because I met so many wonderful people, and it's like a family. Yeah, it, yeah really, it is. It really is. That's, I feel like I have brothers and sisters and a dad and a mom that's there to look after me because I didn't that's have right. that. I didn't have that. My, you know, my family abandoned me, and and I, I hate that that it happened. And and they're they're coming back now. My mom's in my life, and so is my brother mm -hmm. and some other family members. But all those years are I, I wouldn't say wasted, but I learned a lot during those years, and I learned to trust in God more and more every day. And the more I trust in him, the more I get closer to him, dude, it just, it, it just gets better. 
Yeah. And I, I tell every all the time on my videos, I said, I'm fabulous. But you know what? I really am. I'm not lying. I'm fabulous. I have nothing to complain about. Yes, spiritual warfare is working in my life. Um, the devil's trying to tempt me with my catheter because it keeps stop working, you know. Hmm. But I'm not going to let that get me down because, dude, I was supposed to have four surgeries this year and God has healed me completely of those. So why would I get down because my catheter is not working? I'll just pray and I'll ask the prayer warriors away and I'll cry out to God. And, and he always, always, oh, you're from Michigan too. Well, Jeez. I, but God is always, you know, taking care of me. I can just ask him and he will, he does it. Yeah. That's why it blows my mind when people complain all the time. Oh, I'm hurting, but they don't want to do anything about it. They don't want to get in their word. They don't want to pray to God. They want to stay where they're at. Well, if you want to be miserable yeah. the rest of your life, then you do that. But I'm not going to be miserable. I'm going to look at the blessings in life. And what happened to me at age 25 is a true blessing. I mean, people ask me, well, if you could go back in time, would you stop that? No, I wouldn't. Because I'm the person I am today from that blessing. And God keeps blessing me every day. And I can tell people what he's done for me because that's what people want from us as Christians. They want someone that's real and authentic with you. And that's what I'm being. I'm telling them the intimate things that God got me through. I don't have to do this. I don't have to tell people. I could just be a hermit and stay at home all day or get fat. But, dude, I've lost 101 pounds. Yeah. The closer I get to God, I just want to be healthy. I mean, it's just amazing. I just... You've, you've got stop. too many people to talk to and share your story with to, dude, to not be healthy. <laughs> yes. And that's what I'm saying. Like people need to hear what God is because God is still doing miracles every day. And I am a miracle. I am. I shouldn't be here, but I am through God. Through God, I'm here. It's just amazing. I can't stop talking about God. And I just, I just, I have so much joy to spread. I just can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> You're, and I know I didn't really tell my whole testimony, but that's, that's okay. okay. You you told what God told you to tell. Like that's what that's what we prayed before. That's what that's what we. Well, prayed. see, I know I talk really fast, and then people are probably thinking, "Oh my gosh, she needs to slow down." <laughs> I I talk fast too, like so it's okay. It's yeah. okay. But see, like, dude, sometimes I'll talk slow, and people are like, "Why is she talking so slow?" Because my southern accent comes in, you know. I say, and I, I try to say you life. guys or yes, no catheter. Dude, yes, you're totally right because God can give me a new urethra. I already know that. He can he can pop one in me or magically put it in me and I don't have any more catheter. So I claim that, dude. Absolutely. I claim it. Yes, I claim it. Because so, I already know. But I, I know there was a reason why I still have this catheter because maybe I need to bless someone until God is ready for me to get rid of it. Because my story's not over yet. I already know. God has got so many amazing things to ahead of me. And, you know, I have these visions. I have a vision, and God gives me the same vision all the time. I'm going to open up for Priscilla Shire. And she's a motivational Christian speaker. She's she's wrote books, and she's been in movies, Christian movies. And and God keeps giving me that same vision. He's like, no, Sam, you're going to be that. You're, you're going to do that. And I already know it's going to happen. This, this is from Kristen. She said, Sam, you're awesome. I just oh. love, she loves your spirit. Oh, thank you. 
This is how I am all the time. You should ask everybody else. Yes, it's a, she is always, <laughs> always like this. This is because I really have no complaints. I mean, I might be in some pain sometimes and I might have bladder spasms from my catheter, but dude, God has given me so much more than that. So I'm not going to complain. I'm just not. I'm going to, I want to speak life onto people. I want to speak right. life onto my family and to my friends and to the people at churches or and pe to people on the street because that's what they need. They need someone to speak life on them because no one's doing it. Christians need to unite. The churches need to unite. And I've been saying that for months, even before I got on prayer warriors. I've been saying that for months. And it's just, it's so awesome that like everybody on prayer warriors is in sync right now because God right. made it happen. Like he knew we were all going to meet. I don't believe in coincidence. I believe everything happens yep. for a reason. I do too. I do yeah. too. I believe that. Um, some of, I, I call, we all call this a family. Like, yes. The, the people in the chat, like Pilled and in YouTube, I don't have anybody in Rumble, but people in, we call this our family, like just like right. what you were saying about uh, prayer warriors, sure. which they're in here too. Um, Brainstorm <laughs> is another group that, that I am with. And mm -hmm. one of the things that, that they say is we're stronger together, which That's is right. absolutely true. Divided. You're right. You're right. We, we can't well, you do know, anything. In the Bible, you know, when Jesus it tells his disciples, you know, he's he's given them the Holy Spirit, right? And he tells them to go out into the world. Well, they all go out into the, the world, but they divide, though. They right. become they make new churches, the a Baptist church, a Catholic church, a Presbyterian right. church. And it should have been just one big church. It should have been, it was okay to have other churches, but it should have just been one denomination. We shouldn't right. be different denominations at all. We shouldn't. We should all be one. I agree. You know, because that's I what agree. Jesus wanted. He wants that from us. And I truly believe that's going to happen one day. Um, uh, yeah, because God has been telling me, but I don't want to say too much. Um, but yeah. It's I'm sorry. Happen. I'm just reading a couple of the comments. Oh, no, you're, fine. <laughs> you're fine. I just think that God's going to unite all the Christians and there is going to be one church again. I think that because the world just keeps getting worse. I hate watching the news. I don't even have cable and I don't have any apps for news because I don't, it's always something bad on there. Nothing's good on the news yeah. right now. It's just, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter, she don't want to hear it. I don't. As I don't a matter of fact, she, I don't think she can hear it right now. It's just, it's not a good thing for her right now. Right. Well, see, to, to be raised up as children right now, I feel so bad for the kids now because it's all about electronics and it's all about not being able to get outside. They don't want to go outside and be with nature and be with God because God created everything. And so for us to give our children, which I don't have any children, but if I did, I wouldn't give them a phone or electronics all the time. They would be on it for so much. And then I tell them to get off of it. Because we need to be out in nature. We need to be doing things with each other. Because that's what I used to do when I was a family, when I was a kid. We yeah. always did things for it with each other. But now you rarely see families get out at a park or go, you know, different places and are, and are together. They're on, they're on their phones. Yeah. And our phone is just electronics. 
Yeah. You're, yeah, you're right. The imagination. No one has imagination anymore. Dude, I still look at the clouds and look for different figures in the clouds all the time. My I'm oldest sure. daughter constantly sends me clouds. <laughs> I love doing that. And it's so much fun because it's God. And then when it storms, like when there's like a big storm, like it's raining or it's got thunder and lightning, I always think that's God talking to us. He's telling us, get your act together, you know? Or when, <laughs> when a hurricane comes or there's a typhoon or, or tornadoes, yes, people die from them, but God mm -hmm. is trying to open our eyes and say, hey, if you don't get your act together, this is what, what could happen. I mean, he said he would never flood the earth, but he didn't say he wouldn't do anything else. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that, you know, the time is now. The time is now to get right with God. The time is now to be on fire for God. Because Absolutely. why wait till tomorrow when tomorrow could be is gone? I mean, tomorrow is not promised. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow is not promised. Live in the present. Live in the now. Get out there and, and, and speak about Jesus and, and what he did for you. Because he did the ultimate sacrifice. I tell people all the time in my videos... If I had a child, I would never put my child up at the cross. There's no freaking way. You want me to make my child die for everybody else? No, I couldn't do that. I couldn't be that selfless. But God was. God was so selfless to put his child on the cross to die right. for everyone. To die for our sins. So when I look at trying to sin now because I'm so on fire for God, I don't want to. I don't want to even sin. I, I, I'm like, no devil, you're not going to get me today. Not today, devil. That's what I say all the time. Not today, devil, not today, because he's not. Because I, I think we said on... that earlier today, didn't we? <laughs> yes, yes, because I put on my full armor of God. Yeah. The devil can try to scheme me and he can try to wean himself in, but dude, he's not going to get through because I am unstoppable right now. And God is protecting me. Like right now I have a, a um, uh, an oversized spleen and I, I can't eat certain foods, but that's okay. I don't, you know, I'm not real big on pork or steak anyways, because I've just never liked pork chops or steak. I just, I, I've been weird like that all my life. <laughs> my mom was like, what are you doing? You don't like pork chops or steak? I was like, mama, that's gross. It's, it does taste good. So I love fish and seafood. And I do like hamburgers and hot dogs, but I can't have hamburgers and hot dogs because it makes my stomach hurt. And it takes like right. three or four days to digest right now. So I'm like, okay, I'll just eat fish and seafood. Which, I mean, shrimp is good. Crab legs are good. I mean, they're expensive. <laughs> so I don't eat like that every night. But I do eat salmon. I do eat, you know, I had sushi the other day. And so, I mean, fruits and vegetables. I, I bought groceries. It was like 89 bucks. And. It's just oh, me, no. but all that stuff will last me for a long time because it's just me here. And so, yeah, I eat healthy and I'm trying to, because I've got 45 more pounds to go and I will get to my goal weight. I already did. Because yes, oh, yeah. I've already lost 101 pounds. So why would yeah. I keep going? So, yeah, God is good. He is blessing me with abundance and even with my finances. Uh, I mean, for a couple months, I wasn't sure if I was going to get my husband's VA check or spousal check. Right. So I had to really budget my money because I thought I might have to move out of my house. And I was like, oh, I, I really don't want to. But you know what? God was like, Sam, I didn't I tell you I, I got, got your you. back? <laughs> I got you, Sam. Why are you doubting me? And I wasn't doubting him. I was just worried. But right. but now I don't I don't worry about anything because I've given everything to God. 
I have no worries. I have no sadness. I have no anxiety. I had PTSD for the longest time. Oh, for the sure, last, yeah. You know, what, 15 years I had PTSD, but that's gone. You know, one of my PTSD takes or anxiety takes is I would pluck my eyelashes and pluck my eyebrows. It was just something I did. And then I would shake my leg. I mean, and I, I would only shake my leg when, when I was around men because I I had a problem trusting men. I mean, come on now. I just got raped right. at 25. And, and I trusted my husband completely because he looked at me. He didn't look at the outside. I was 325 pounds when I met him. And he looked at my heart and my soul. And I just knew that was my soulmate because he didn't judge me for the way I looked. And I know, I know he would be so proud of me right now. He'd be like, oh, look yes, at you looking all good. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel yeah. good too, though. I feel like I'm 25 again. And I get That's hit awesome. on all the time by 24 and 25 year olds. It's like, oh no, you're the same age as me. I was like, dude, I'm like 40. I'm too old. For you. <laughs> you know, and I get hit on by older men, but you know, I'm not worried. I'm not studying them. I'm not studying. I'm all about God right now. And God will send the right man to me in his timing, though. And maybe he'll send a man to me where I can um, do the mystery with. You know, that would be awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we've talked about that, too. (laughs) I know. I just, I get so excited. I'm. Yeah. You know, the closer I get to God, the closer I want that companionship. Because we are his bride. And I tell that to um, my videos too. I'm his bride. And so, yes, I want that companionship. I want that man in my life. But until then, Jesus is my husband. He's my lover. <laughs> <laughs> I just lean on him and get my hugs and kisses from Jesus, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't wait to, you know, when we go to heaven and hug Jesus. Girl, that's going to be an amazing day. But I'm not ready to go yet. But it's going to come soon. I just know it. It's yeah. This world is is getting so much hatred, so much, so many people are so toxic, and they they want to live of the world, and you can't do that anymore. Right. If you truly want that relationship with God, you have to live in within the Holy Spirit. That Holy Spirit yeah. has to live within you, and you have to allow the Holy Spirit to come out of you. See, like right now, I've been allowing the Holy Spirit to come out of me. This joy is not me; it's the Holy Spirit. Right. Yes. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. I saw it that first video I saw of you. I was just like, oh, wow. You know what's crazy is people are saying I'm fake. I'm a fake Christian. I'm the fakest Christian they've ever met. You cannot fake joy. I'm sorry. You just can't. Every single day? (laughs) No. You can't do that. You can't fake it. I cannot fake the smile. You just can't fake it. No, you can't fake it. So that's okay. They just don't want to see... They don't want to see what I've become because I, yes, I have changed over the years and I, I wasn't always this joyful. Um, I, I, my joyful, my joy, joyousness. I, I don't I think I just made that word up. Joyousness. <laughs> <laughs> my I make joyousness, up words all the time. <laughs> okay. I just made it up. So my joyousness would go up and down over the years because I would have my good days and then I had my bad days and then I had my really good days, you know, so it would go up and down. Um, but now I don't have a bad day. I don't. And if I do have a bad day, it's like maybe an hour. And then the rest of the day is fabulous. It's just so fabulous. <laughs> See, that, that's, that inspires me because I, I try to stay that way. And then I, I catch myself down. I catch my, you, you know, I do. I catch yeah. myself when I'm down 
And, uh, but, but I know God put you in my life for a reason. That's right. Because you inspire me every day. Like I look at what you've been through. And Sam, like I've been through nothing compared and your <laughs> smile, your joy, your bubble, the, 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 the bubbliness that just exudes out of you is so inspirational. And I know it's nothing but God. It yep. can't be. I mean, it, you couldn't have done, you couldn't have, there's no way that you could have done this without God. There's no, no, way no. You if I didn't been. have God right now, if I didn't have God right now, I would probably be dead. I probably would have died a year later. I would have gotten to the bottle. I put it, would have went back to drinking. I would have gotten the, the drugs and I could have went that way. Yeah. But dude, when I died on the table for, and I don't know how long I died, I coded for, I don't, I can't remember what they said. And God told me I got plans for you, Sam. Right then I was like, no, I, I have to go to God. I have to lean on him for everything. And that's why like people would say, yeah. you weren't scared to have surgery. So I was like, no, why would I be scared when God is with me? But you're by yourself. Yeah, I am by myself, but I'm not mm -hmm. by myself. God has been with me. And he says, she'll have what you're having. <laughs> well, it's just a little bit of God. I drink God every day. <laughs> a, little, a little sip in the morning, a little sip in the mid-morning, a little right. sip in the well, afternoon, mid-afternoon. It's like um, I do my TikToks. I, people message right. me all the time and ask me, how do I get closer to God? And I tell them, you know, I for a long time, when I was on fire for God for the first month, I read my Bible every day for almost three hours. And then after that, God was saying, okay, you got work to do, Sam. Let's go. And I was, I've been, I, I go places and I do what he wants me to do. But now I only read, you know, maybe three or four verses a day. And sometimes on certain days, I'll get into my word and I'll read a bunch. And I know with doing this online school and I'll be reading, I'm going to be reading a lot of verses yeah, and yeah. hearing a different ones, which is awesome. But I tell my, um, I wouldn't say my viewers. I tell the people, okay, because I don't want to take any credit for what I do on my TikTok. It's all for God's glory. So I tell the people on my TikTok page and prayer wars and even on my Facebook and Instagram, I said, you know, do one verse and then yeah. put it towards your life and then meditate on that verse and try to memorize that verse and see what God does. And, and that's what gets me through every day because I study that verse and then I think about, okay, what does that verse have to do with life right now? And when I do my videos, even now, I don't have anything written down. It's just, it comes to me because God is speaking it through me. Yes. I don't have to write it down. Now there are some verses I read out of the Bible because some of the verses are a little bit long. And so I, I don't memorize yeah. those, but that's okay. You know? Yeah, that's okay. It's okay. I'm getting there too. I, I'm, I'm, I'm working on memorizing. So, well, it's, it's kind of hard to hope, memorize the whole Bible and then you're not, you can't memorize it each is. verse, you know? So as long as we have like the, the really good verses and then, Every once in a while, I'll say a verse out loud. I'm like, dude, did I remember that? Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that. I remember that because <laughs> I don't remember yeah. I memorized it. Because the, the, I, the closer we get with God, it will come to us. I, I was raised in church, so I've heard the word my whole life, right? Yeah. And I think I've, I've told you I had brain surgery and, like, I had some memory loss and stuff. 
And I didn't know that I still remembered all these verses, but right. recently on YouTube, I'll, I started listening to like verses at night, mm -hmm. just, just scripture, King James version, because that's what I learned in, in church, almost at school, right? Definitely not in school, but um, <laughs> that's what I learned in church. And it will start out and I'll be able to finish it. And I didn't know that it was still there, but right. honey, honey said somewhere in here that his word does not come back void. That's it's right. in there. Yeah. It is. You may there. not, you it's in here. You may not think it's, you know it, but, but yeah. it's still in there. And that's, right. that's what I claim over my children daily. Oh, yeah. Claim it over my children daily. Yeah. Cause you know, when, when God speaks through us, he makes sure the, the words come out and his word comes out in us. He just does. And I, you know, I just want to speak life onto so many people. I just do. And that right, right now, some of my family members are kind of, why are you talking about God all the time? Like, who talks about God all the time? Well, you know what? I do. <laughs> I can't stop. You know, don't be around me if you don't want to. I've tried my best to help my mom and other people in my family. They don't want to hear it. So maybe it's not, I'm not supposed to help them anymore. Maybe someone else has to take it over and help yeah. them. I still pray for them and I still, you know, see my mom and my other family members, but it's not my duty to keep pushing it down their throat. We're supposed to be gentle with them. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm being gentle and I invite them to go to church. Well, now I'm like churchless. <laughs> because as an evangelist, my church is everywhere. Uh, all my churches, I'm going to, I'm going to go visit all the churches. And so I'm still going to go back to that church that I was going to and visit every once in a while. But I don't have a church, but you know what? The church is in me. That's where the church is at. The church is right. in you. The church, church is the is, people. It's yeah. not the building. That's right. So I don't need to go to church. God says we don't have to have a steeple. You know, we don't. Church is in when, you know, when two or more are gathered, which, dude, how many people are in here right now? Right. There's more than two because it's just me and you. And then there's Absolutely. more people. We're having church right now talking about God and, yes. and speaking life on each other. So, yeah, I don't. I don't need a home church because my church is with God. And so I know mm -hmm. who I am. I know my worth. I know I'm worthy of love and I know everybody else is worthy of love, but that is our job as warriors of Christ. That is our job as soldiers of Christ. We are to go out in the world and win souls, but we're not winning souls for us. We're, God is winning the souls. We're just the tools. We're just the teacher. We're, the vessels, we're just, right. Yes. We're, we're disciples. We are, it doesn't matter what we do. We're speaking life onto them and God is telling us what yeah. to say. So God is the one that saves them. Jesus yeah. is the one that saves us. Jesus. I mean, he died for us on the cross and I can't speak that enough. And people I'm like, I'm getting, I've been, so many people are talking bad about me right now behind my back and it, it's getting back to me. But you know what? The truth is coming out that, and that they see that I speak the truth. Read that. Well, I don't Your know angels affect their demons. You're right, dude. You're right because today, I I, got, I had two different phone calls, and yeah, they were saying, "Sam, you need to watch your tongue." You know, I do have to tame my tongue sometimes, but sometimes I'm speaking truth, and I don't need to tame it because God wants you to hear it. And I might be a little bit harsh, like on that one of those videos. Did you watch my second video today? I watched all your videos today. Oh, no. I think it was my third video. It was talking yeah. about, um, and I was talking about taming my tongue, and, and, I, and I don't do my videos for 
my recognition ideal for gods. Right. Just because of the phone calls that I've had today, because people say oh. I need to tame my tongue and that I am, um, they think I was taking the homeless to this church for me and not for God. I was like, dude, I was doing what God was telling me to do. Right. I, you know, I, every day I do what God's telling me to do. And it, maybe if my, if my approach to speaking out, you know, my mind and you don't like it cause you're, I'm, I'm doing your demons cause you're uncomfortable, but that's what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be uncomfortable because once we get comfortable with God, we don't have room to grow right. and we have to grow with God every day. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I know I've said this like three or four times already in this, in this show, but since I met you, yeah, God has opened up my eyes to more and more and more things. Like I met you right around the same time. I started talking to Lance and Jen on the phone. Right. Right. And that God just opened, opened the floodgates and I feel it every day. I feel it. I feel his power. And that's right. I may not have a great day. Like things may go wrong, but I still feel that love and that God is with me. Right. I, I don't know. It's just, he works on us. Even I'm, I'm 53, almost 54 years old. And I'm right. still learning every day. Dude, still you don't learning. look 53 years old. Oh my gosh, stop. I'll be 54 at the end of this month. <laughs> you do not look 54, dude. You look like you're maybe 40. Like you look the same age as me, which I don't look 40. People tell me I look younger than 40. So, and I definitely <laughs> feel like I'm younger because I feel like now that mm -hmm. I've lost all this weight and I'm, I'm looking almost like the same person I was at 25, like God has given me all those years back to you, enjoy honey. Yeah, 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 he is. Um, thank you, guys. Um, yeah, he's he's given you because um, well, I've got the scripture in my head and I can't think of it. But <laughs> those that have stolen from you, it's going to yes. be given back to you sevenfold. Well, so see, that's what happened. Like I lived in four different homeless shelters. And then I had to sell everything I had three times in the last 15 years. But now God has given me abundance. He's given me, it's just like that video I did earlier about, you know, God knows your all your needs and wants, and he's going to give it to you. And then he's also going to give you enough where you can give to others. And that's what I do. I, I, I'm able to pay my bills still save a little bit of money and give to others because God is like saying, Sam, you don't need that money. You, you know, you could die tomorrow, which I could. I could die tomorrow. I don't want to die. But if I were to die tomorrow, I would be happy because you know I know be. I'm doing God's will. Right. And that's where we need to stay. That's we right. need to stay in that because you don't you're not promised tomorrow. You're not. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You can get into a car accident or, you know, you could. I mean, I. I was, I've always been afraid to drown. And so my anchor is very special to me. Yeah. Um, and now I'm not afraid to drown because I know with Jesus, I'm not going to sink. And I was talking to Lance and I think I might've said to you and Jen that, you know, the Peter in the boat, 
um, when Jesus asks him to come to me and he gets off, he steps off the boat and he starts walking on water. And then he, he gets scared because of the wind and what's going on out there in the sea. And, and he starts to sink and he cries out to Jesus. He's like, Jesus, help me. And so Jesus reaches down and takes his, his hand and pulls him up and says, ye of little faith. Dude, that is us sometimes because sometimes we, yeah. we get so scared. That we're like, Jesus, please help me right now. But now I'm not scared at all. Like, I could go, um, I've always wanted to go to that, um, there's a bridge made of uh, glass and walk around, the, walk across this bridge of glass. I've always wanted to go to it. Maybe I will get to do it one, one, yeah. one year, you know, I, I, and just walk across it because I'm not afraid. I'm I'm unstoppable right now. Nothing is going to happen to me. I mean, I could be out there in the seas and there could be a, a freaking hurricane, but dude, God's going to surround me with angels and it, 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 it's not going to go through me or like, there could be like a tornado right now and it could take my house, but I could sit right here right now and God's not going to let me, nothing happened to me. He's protecting me right now. Yeah. Because he knows, he knows I can do so much for him. Like, like I said, I am, he is so magnificent. I am just his tool. I'm, I work for Jesus. I work for God. I work for the Holy Spirit. And what do I get paid? My sins are forgiven. That's what I get paid Amen. for. You know, it's just, it's amazing. Girl, I can talk about God all night. <laughs> I know you could. <laughs> That's awesome though. That's awesome. Um, I was going to say something now. I forgot. I waited too long. <laughs> Girl, I know. I, I get that. I get that sometimes. I, I'm a oh. I keep talking. God is God. God has promised us a long life if, That's if right. we live for Him. Um, right. There's a verse. A hundred, a hundred and twenty years. You know, we were promised a hundred and twenty years. And right. And um. We have to live for him. Mm -hmm. We have to live in his word and live it, do what he wants us to do. I just claim, I claim that 120 years. That's right. Me too, girl. Me and so you are that, gonna be 120. We're, we're going to be like, what's going on? <laughs> Uh-oh. I just lost Sam. <laughs> Someone was calling me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> I forgot to put it on silent. That's okay. That's okay. So, but yeah, no, I mean, look at the, if you look back in Genesis, all those people that used to live for hundreds of years, um, I don't think we're going to live that long, but I wouldn't want to live that long, you know? Yeah. I, I am, I, you know, I do want to live a long life, but I also, I'm, I'm excited to get up there with heaven and, you know, get up there with Jesus in heaven. And I God. know, me too. Yeah, I'm yeah. just excited. So, I mean, yes, I do want to live on earth a little bit longer but when if god is ready for us to go dude let's go <laughs> <laughs> i just know he has and you do too i know he has so much for me to do yes like, i does. know that he's got work for me and oh, yeah. i'm not a lot of work i mean i know we're at the end times but the end you know it could we could still be 20 or 30 years away from the tribulation, you know, the seven years. And, and so, yeah, we have a lot to work of to, to do because half, what did someone said to me the other day? 
I think only 20% of the world is Christians. So there's 80% of the world non-Christians. Dude, what's wrong with that? That is totally And they're trying to demonize it day day by day. It's getting yes, worse and worse. And, and that is unacceptable. We cannot have just 20% as Christians because then the rest of the people are going to hell. And that's so many people. How many people are in, in, um, in the world right now? What, 8 million, 8 billion people or something like that? And so, no, no, I don't accept that. I do not accept that. Now, mm -hmm. I mean, there are other countries where God has never been said about or, you know, and, and but God doesn't take that against them either. You know, I don't think that he would make, you know, if no one heard about God, he's not going to make them go to hell. I think it's just the people that have heard about God that, you know, we have to minister them. We have to witness to them. We have to be um his his disciples that's just our job yeah yeah when you become a christian that's what you have to take on and i think a lot of christians think oh i'm gonna become a christian then i can go do what i want and then i'm going to heaven that's not the case you have to have a relationship with god and you have to go out there and spread his good news because if you don't what why are we here then why are we even speaking of God if you don't believe in heaven and hell? Right. It's something to think about. I think about that a lot when I see people and I see lukewarm, I, you know, I did a video about that. I, I did uh, lukewarm Christians and bench warmers. Dude, get off, get off your butt, start working. You know, yeah. it's just, it's so easy to talk to people and tell people about Jesus. It's not hard. It's simple. He died on the cross for our sins. All we have to do is ask for forgiveness, repent, and ask him into our heart. It's, it's that simple. It's just, yeah. I don't know. People make it hard. People make life too hard right now. Yeah. They really the, world is, the world is so crazy right now. But yes. I mean, but caught up in all the craziness instead of just leaning on God and saying, yes. I don't like this. I don't like this, but I trust you. That's right. Right. So I'm just like, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I'd rather trust in God because why would I want to trust in the devil? No, no, I just couldn't do that. I mean, I did that for so long. I trusted in the devil, even though I was a Christian, I, I put God to the side. It's like some people say you have the angel on one side and then you have the devil on the other side. Well, I was always listening to the devil because I wouldn't listen to the angel. I mean, because I didn't want to hear about God at that time. I wanted to have fun. I wanted to go do what I want. But now I look back on my life and I'm thinking, Sam, you're so stupid. You could have had this joy now that back then. But God has a plan. And, and he made this joy at this time, in this moment in my life, count because he knew I had no one else to look. My husband passed away. He knew my family wasn't in my life. It was just. He's like, Sam, lean Look on me. Look at the family you have now. I know, girl. I am so excited about the family that I have now. And I love yeah. talking to you and Jen and Lance. And, dude, Lance is like my brother. I'm like, what's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. They're so awesome. Jen is my sister. You're my sister. I'm just... And we can say Jeff is our dad. Jeff is the teacher dad, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Jeff, too. Something you don't know is half the people in here. Well, honey doesn't call me mom. And Lance and Jen don't, Jen don't call me mom. And, of course, Jeff doesn't call me mom. But just about right. everybody else 
calls me mama. Right, right. I'm, I'm kind of like everybody's mama. <laughs> that's okay, though. I mean. I think that's a good thing, though. Like, that's It is a I, good thing. They look up to you. They, they value your opinion. Well, when Jeff was on and gave his testimony, it, it touched me because I think you've probably heard where his mom prayed for her children to all receive Christ before they passed. No, I haven't. I, I haven't. haven't no, I haven't really looked at the videos because you know why I don't look at your videos, right? Not, not mine. No, no, Jeff. no. I'm talking about the videos on here. On your channel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, anyway, I, Jeff. I, I, I did Lance's video, but I, I want to go look at the other videos, girl, but I just, mm, it it throws me off the beginning of your videos, and I can't. Okay. But Jeff's mama, um, mm -hmm. he she prayed that, that her, all her children would be saved, you know, become Christians before they they pass and right and his brother was killed he he, he was in an accident it rode a rode a motorcycle that he had never ridden before and hit the right. gas instead of the brakes and hit the right. wall full oh, wow. speed without slowing down right. and they didn't know but a year later she was in grief counseling right and the the lady that was the, I don't know what you call it, the counselor said, mm -hmm. asked her after the show if, she, or after the program, if she knew, and then she said her son's name, and she said, yes, that was my son. Right. And she said, I was there with him that day he died. I lived in that building, and I came down, and she said, I didn't ask him if he was okay. I just asked if he knew Jesus, and he gave right. his life to Jesus. So oh, she wow. found out a year later that her son had given his life to Jesus before he passed. Oh, that's awesome. Then I, and, and we were talking about how a mama's prayer mm -hmm. is really powerful, like praying over. And that's like how I feel about everybody. I pray over everybody like a mama would pray for their children. Right. You know? Right. Right. No, Even though I'm not, I'm not their mama. That's okay though. You are though. You you spiritually. They, that's what I said. Somebody. To well, somebody. I wouldn't say spiritually. They look up to you, and they they feel that love and presence from you. That's why. Yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna say you're you're my mama because no, you're you, my sister. You look like my sister, so I'm gonna say you're my sister. <laughs> not old enough to be my mama. <laughs> I'm not old enough to be their mama either. Well, I know. Kristen, yeah, I could be Kristen's mama, but <laughs> well, maybe. She's just a couple years older than my daughter, my oldest right. daughter. So. Oh, okay. But yeah. most of them know. <laughs> but it's still it's it's fun. I don't know. I just love it. Yeah. So when you said you were in the CCU, that's the cardiac unit. Yes. Right? So I understand now because I was going to ask you about it, but then you said that you coded. That explains why you were in the cardiac yeah. unit. I don't think I was in there that long. I think I might have been there for maybe a week or so because they did have to put me um, in a, uh, a coma um, a couple for a couple days to let me. Because um, when they brought me up there, I had surgeries, but then I had some more surgeries the next following day. And I don't know if I had surgeries on the third day. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm sure you can't. Mm -mm. Yeah. I I went through something nothing like what you went through and I I they put me in kind of uh they gave me uh 
the amnesia medicine. Right, right. So that I wouldn't remember. I remember bits and pieces, but um, right. that's all. And then, so I, I understand what you're saying. Not saying what I went through what you went through. Cause oh, no, 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 no. I don't think that. I don't think that. No, I, I with each surgery, it was different. Um, some of the surgeries were really um, you know, bad surgeries. They, they were mm. uh, intense surgeries. Um, but then some surgeries were just real easy. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I've had this surgery before. Like all my bladder stone surgeries, I've had probably at least 20 bladder stone surgeries, you know, mm -hmm. and it's just like, it's just like a walk in the park to me. I'm like, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know surgeries, when people think of surgery, they're like, oh, you might not come out of it. Dude, I knew every time I'd come out of it. And then there was, okay, one of the last surgeries that I had, um, I was down for, I don't think it was a surgery. I think it was a colonoscopy or maybe it was down my throat. I can't remember which one it was, but I was down for like 15 minutes. And the whole time I talked to God for 15 minutes. And then when I got out of it, I was telling the anesthesiologist, I said, yeah, I was talking to God for 15 minutes. He goes, how'd you know you were down for 15 minutes? We didn't tell you how long it was going to be, you know? And I was like, oh, well, I'm just talking to God, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you, I talked to God for 15 minutes. I mean, it's just things like that. I, and some of the surgeries when, you know, when I, when I first got happened, I, I talked to God. It was just, yeah. I mean, he was, he's been with me for the last 15 years. He never forsake me. And that's one awesome thing that, you know, that we can always have a promise in. God will never forsake you no matter what. He will always be there. Now Jen's going to call me mom. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's just one, it's just one amazing thing that God will never forsake you. He's always going to be there. Yeah. As long as you call on him, he's always there. And it's just, yeah. that's what gets me up in the morning. I mean, I could, there were days where I didn't want to get out of bed and there was days I, where I was hurting yeah. so bad, but I got up every day and I looked at as today is a blessing. You know, and I do that every day now. Every day is a blessing to me because it's just I, I couldn't, I shouldn't be here, but angels are watching over me. God's watching Absolutely. over me. Jesus is watching over me. I'm, I'm just a miracle. And, and he keeps doing awesome, amazing things in my life. And I know people are probably thinking she can't be that happy all the time or that joyful, but dude, I am. I really yeah, am. I'm this she joyful is. all the time. Yep. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm being real and authentic and I am, I truly am this joyful all the time. Yeah. I have no complaints. I just don't. Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate you coming on the show. I, I enjoyed it. I have, I have so much fun. I love you, Lori. I love you, too. I love everybody else in this room. I, I might not know you, but I love you anyways. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do something else together again, whether yes. on TikTok or here or whatever. Dude, whenever you want to. I don't care. I'll come back on. Okay. <laughs> I love you. Thank you all for being here. Yes. We, we we love you and uh keep you in our prayers. I know I know that she will be keeping you in your in her prayers oh, yes. too. I will. So. I keep a lot of and I'm very specific with my prayers too because I think the more specific you are with your prayer when talking about someone that God is truly hearing you even though he can hear your mind. Right. I just feel like we need to speak it. It's just like when people say um, you're speaking into existence. Well, when you're speaking yeah. it out loud to God, you're actually 
trusting him. You're putting your faith in him when you're being specific, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to post. Friar said, thank you, Sam. Oh, you are. And, and Kristen said, we love you oh, <laughs> too. And grateful <laughs> to hear your story. Oh, thank you. It, it was a pleasure. I, I so enjoy telling my testimony everywhere I go. And I don't tell every bits and pieces. Like today, you know, I told a little bit more because I knew I had time to tell it. But when I'm when I'm out there and about telling people, I tell my testimony within five minutes. So I shorten it down really short. But I do the main points. I tell them I'm brutally raped, over 50 surgeries. God has been there for me. Yeah. I get it to the main points. But even then, down to five minutes, and I've done my testimony in three minutes on a TikTok video. People get it, though. They see that God has brought me through. Oh, you're welcome. Um, but God has brought me through it. So it's it's easy to tell people what God has brought you through. Yeah. When you believe it and you receive it and you have faith in God. It's so easy to, to connect us with someone. Just and and that's how you connect with people. You you tell them a little about yourself, and they see God in you, and they want that. So many people yes. on the street, yeah, people just flock to me. And I, <laughs> I you know, I, I talked about it with Lance. I said Lance says the same thing. People just come to him. People just come to I me because that, they see man. that joy. They they just want it, and I tell them how they can get it. It's just easy. Yeah. Now the the people that have demons <clears throat> and that they will flee as soon as they possible they will. Yep, yep. <laughs> I know <laughs> they will. They will not stay around me, and they are very uncomfortable. And I think that's what happened um, at this church that I was going to. I was making people uncomfortable, and that's why they want to talk bad about me. But you know what? That's okay. God knows my heart, and He knows what I was doing for Him. He told me to do a certain thing for this church, and I shook it up. And I, um, you know, I just, I spoke life onto that church, and I spread my joy, and that was my job. Yeah. You're awesome. Thank oh, you so, so you. much. Thank you. And You're awesome. I guess we'll let you, know, you go. You know who's huh? awesome? Who's the most awesomest? It's God. He's the most awesomest. God. I just awesomest. made another word up. The most awesomest. awesomest. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess we'll let you go because I know that. The well, do you want me to pray before we go? Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Okay. Yes, Lord, I, I just thank you for this channel, and I thank you for Lori and all the other people that's in this room right now. I just, I pray for protection for the rest of the night. I pray for that we are obedient to you, Lord. I pray that we will continue to spread your joy and your goodness and. You're just so good to us, Lord. And, and I pray that more Christians will be bold for you and get out there and spread yeah. the good news. I pray that we will unite as Christians and unite as churches and we can see this great revival coming because, you know, Lord, you already know it's coming. So, Lord, I, I, I just I claim that everyone in this room will have a blessed night and I just. I love on them, just like you have loved on me and loved on them. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 <laughs> we will talk to you all soon. Well, I say I say that because I usually have Kathy with me, but I'll talk to you all soon. And uh, yes. 
go follow Sam on TikTok. I know. Just listen to all the joy that she shares. Because normally, like at the end of the video, I'd be like, "Tune in, tune next, in time next time for the next video." <laughs> we did that the, on the phone call the other night. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But it shows people my goofiness, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And I, they all know that I'm goofy. So. Right. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed of my goofiness. That's right. But talk to you all soon. And thank you all for being here. Love you all. Bye. Bye.